Hey, and welcome to the Move Your Body Differently podcast. I am excited and a little bit sad because today is the last part in our series on holy health habits. And we are winding down today by talking about two different spiritual disciplines, technically. The first one being journaling, and the second one, I'm lumping some together, of celebrating and having gratitude. And so this is a fun-fueled episode with lots of good practical advice for you to write down, start working on some actions, some habits to start working on in your health and your fitness journey. I will see you in there. You are listening to the Move Your Body Differently podcast, where we talk about how your theology of God affects your wellness journey. I'm Shayla Darty, a Jesus follower, wife, mama, and owner of SD Fitwell. I know staying healthy and fit can often feel like an obligation and can leave you feeling defeated, anxious, and maybe in an endless cycle of losing and gaining weight and wondering why in the world you just can't get it right. And that's why I'm on a mission to see generations of women take back their health and fitness from the enemy and instead honor God with their bodies by exercising and eating healthy because we get to, not because we have to. For too long as women, we've been held captive by a never reaching standard of body beauty and it is time to break free. By seeing your wellness through the lens of the gospel, you can be empowered with boldness, more confident in the gifts God has given you and increase your mental and physical capacity so you can be more present to those around you. If you're ready to feel free from the weight of your current health and fitness regimen, then keep listening. I can't wait to share with you how the gospel shapes our fitness and health journeys. Listen while you work out, drive in the car, or while your kids run around crazy, but go ahead and invite Jesus into your wellness journey and let's see how he changes our hearts together. Hey, Fit Family, and welcome back to Holy Health Habits. This is our final installment of our series on holy health habits, and today's a little bit of a fun one. It may be a little bit shorter. I say that often, but they don't end up really being shorter, (laughs) but still, because we are talking about the spiritual disciplines of journaling and then celebrating or gratitude, celebration slash gratitude. And it's two different spiritual disciplines, but I am combining them both into one episode as we finish off this series. And I want to start off with journaling. So we're going to talk about journaling first, and then we're going to talk about the spiritual discipline of celebration or gratitude. I'll use both terms when it comes to celebration gratitude. So we're going to start off with journaling, talking about what that is, the skill that that is, and then we'll move into celebration and gratitude. Journaling isn't necessarily commanded in scripture, but it is modeled. And we see that through the entire book of Psalms. The whole book of Psalms is basically people writing praises and songs to the Lord or like David writing these Psalms to the Lord. Journaling is a place to record how the Lord is moving, prayer requests, answered prayers, where you are in that season of life, what the Lord has taught you, and be able to reflect back on previous seasons of life. So we're tracking what the Lord is doing in our life. And here are some reasons why we want to journal for spiritual reasons, to 
understand and evaluate where you are. We've talked about that a ton through this series. Meditation, which on scripture, being able to use that as a form of memorizing scripture and meditating on it and really understanding it and diving deeper into it. Journaling thoughts and feelings to the Lord, getting things out, working things out of our hearts, remembering the Lord's work, preserving spiritual legacy or heritage by journaling, clarifying and articulating truths that may be hard to grasp, meaning using journaling as a form to wrestle through these scriptural and biblical truths or theology, monitoring your own spiritual goals and priorities. You guys, I think I you can probably tell where I'm going with this with your health and your fitness. And then maintaining other disciplines. Journaling helps you maintain other disciplines. So this skill that we see here when we are journaling in our quiet times or whenever we are are giving ourselves the opportunity to do it is the skill of tracking progress and the skill of reflection. It's tracking progress and being able to reflect Taking off, as scripture talks about, taking off the old, putting on the new, taking off, putting on the new, analyzing what the Lord is doing, how he's moving, his fingerprint, being able to see that even in the small things and not focusing on failure, but focusing on learning opportunities and growth and being able to reflect back and be aware and see what we can change and move forward in that. And so this skill is kind of a wrapped up skill that we see of tracking progress, tracking, reflecting. So reflecting is tracking, reflecting, and really having this growth mindset. Because when we journal, we often can see things through that that we may not be able to when it's in our thoughts. That's why writing things out helps us remember things a little bit better. Now, we all have different types of learning. You know, if you're an audio learner, a visual learner, a, you know, writing learner, I'm not really sure what that's called. But We have different types of ways we learn, but journaling is and writing is one of the best ways that we can learn and remember and memorize things as well. And so the skill of journaling is the skill of reflecting and building this growth mindset because we're tracking, quote unquote, progress, not necessarily progress, but we're able to reflect back and see what the Lord is doing. And we're also able to use that previous experience or season of life to then help guide our choices and decisions for another or a new season of life. And so this skill for our health and our fitness journey is the same skill of a growth mindset and being able to reflect on past and going forward. There are two habits I'm going to talk about that I want us to work on when it comes to the skill in our health and our fitness. The first one is to think on a continuum. That is a habit, thinking on a continuum. And now what this looks like, here are two actions or practices of what this looks like. Because I can just tell you, think on a continuum. And you're probably like, what's a continuum? The first action is consider a choice you have to make often. Let's talk about maybe it's choosing your breakfast food. I'm just going to try and think of a simple example here. And what you're doing is you're thinking of a choice you have to make often. You can write out or draw out a continuum of these options. So for breakfast. Let's say that you are new in your health journey and used to eat cereal for breakfast every morning and you're like I really need to change that. You know, so you go all in, you go super hard, you start crafting these really amazing 
you know, first watch style meals for breakfast, but that gets tiring because it's too much and you're having to invest too much time to do it. You're running late for work, X, Y, Z. Okay. So if you think on this continuum of what foods are going to be the most nutrient dense on one end and then less nutrient dense on the other end, no good or bad over here, right? Okay. We're not uh, assigning morality to our foods. They are either make our body feel good or make our body feel less good. So we have this continuum. You're making this for your breakfast options, right? This is the nutrient dense. I do love it, but it's really hard to make. That's your first watch. That's the end of one of one side of this continuum. It's the, you know, sausage, quinoa, egg bowl with Parmesan cheese, yumminess, right? And then on the other end of the spectrum is cereal because you're you realize, hey, this makes me feel drab. It makes me, you know, I crash an hour later after I have cereal for breakfast. It doesn't make me feel that great. You know, maybe for you, that's on the other end of the spectrum and and this continuum. And so across this spectrum or continuum, you input other options like, okay, maybe I can't go all out and do this meal, this sausage, you know, quinoa hash meal. But I can do two eggs and two pieces of turkey bacon and a piece of toast. A lot easier than making this whole thing every week. Or I can do make-ahead breakfast sandwiches. Or I can do oatmeal with protein powder in it. You're drawing this continuum. You're considering choices you have to make often. And then what you're doing is you're making choices based on this continuum. You aren't always going to be at the highest end of the spectrum. and But sometimes you may be at the lower end of the spectrum. And that's okay. You have this spectrum, this continuum for a reason that you may move up and down. And what this is doing is it's giving you the opportunity to grow in your health journey because you're seeing this continuum, you're seeing these choices, and you're making choices based on what feels best for your body moving up or down the continuum depending on your day or your season of life. So that's the first way of thinking on a continuum. There aren't only good or bad choices. It's how can we just move across this continuum And then eventually get to the place where we're making our most ideal breakfast every single morning. But you you don't need to go all in. And that's the second action. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. You can move up or down the continuum or the dials. You've heard me talk about these dials a lot because it is one of my favorite things that I do with clients because there's such a light bulb moment when we're in this clarity and strategy call. It will be linked below where we're working through fitness, nutrition, sleep, and stress. And we're saying, okay, here's your ultimate, where you want to go, you know, just like I was saying with this breakfast option. And then here's the lower end of, I'm just doing something, trying to fuel my body, whatever that looks like and how, and then we create these choices of how to move up and down this dial. It's a scale of one to 10. And so it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You can do small, manageable things. And that's how we think on this continuum. That's how we start to ebb and flow and build this rhythm in our health and our fitness and in every other area of life. So that's the first habit. Think on a continuum. The second habit is to reframe obstacles. So how do we do this? What's a reframe? Actually, you can go back and listen to an episode I did with my friend Jen. I will link it in the show notes below where she talks about reframes. But In this practically for our health and our fitness, some two actions 
to be able to help build this habit of continually reframing obstacles. The first one is to know failure, quote unquote, is only feedback or a learning opportunity. When we feel like we fail at something, we have to take that as an opportunity to see what we can do differently next time, to to take account, use it as feedback, and see that there can be maybe there's something different we can do next time. Maybe we don't do so much at once. Same, okay, with this example of the breakfast, you know, quote unquote failure, not being able to keep up with this quinoa sausage bowl every single morning, which is the, you know, for this made up example is the ideal for that person. Not being able to keep up with that could make this person feel like a failure because they're not able to get this particular breakfast meal in every single day. And they know that that's what they want. They know it's healthy for them. It gives them all the macronutrients and micronutrients that they need for the for that morning to go into work. They feel so good. But instead of treating it like a failure because you can't do it every single day, treat it as feedback. Okay, this is a learning opportunity. What went wrong? What could I, could I scale it back? Could I move down the continuum? What could I do differently? We're reframing this obstacle of quote unquote failure and turning it and flipping, putting a flip on it and saying, okay, this isn't failure. This is just feedback. It means something. I just need to tweak or change something or dial down or move down the continuum and do something that's going to be better for my season of life. That's the first way to reframe obstacles. The second way is to get curious. It's kind of, they work hand in hand here, but flipping the problem into a question like, I can't meal prep could be a statement. I can't meal prep. If we live in that, first of all, that's a fixed mindset. I can't meal prep. I don't have enough time. But if you can't set aside the time to do this, what can you do? What would be helpful and help eliminate stress? So we're getting curious and we're asking questions. First of all, why can't I meal prep? what or meal plan, whatever it is. Why can't I do that right now? And there may be a very valid reason, but in that, not making that the end-all be-all, well, I just can't do it, so this isn't going to work for me. No, instead of just leaving it at that, we're flipping this into questions and getting curious and saying, okay, well, if I can't do that, what can I do to help eliminate some decision fatigue? What can I do that would be helpful to eliminate stress? And this is where, honestly, having a coach comes in. And I mean, of course, I am a coach and I know lots of great coaches because sometimes we just don't know how to make those choices for ourselves. Sometimes you just need somebody from the outside looking in, telling you, well, here's some other options for you, you individually. And so these are two ways that you can help reframe obstacles and build this habit of reframing obstacles. So that is the spiritual discipline of journaling. And then also how that that skill, that growth mindset and reflection skill and tracking progress helps us in our health and our fitness journey. Here's the second one. And this is one of my favorites, probably why I'm ending on it. But celebrating and gratitude. Just as silence and solitude can set us up to understand the Lord in deeper ways, and it kind of goes hand in hand with all the other spiritual disciplines, celebrating and practicing gratitude helps us keep persevering when things are tough. And I just wanted to read one of the, I'm not going to read the whole Psalms, but Psalm 118 is a Psalm of Thanksgiving. And I just want to read a couple verses just to remind us about gratitude and celebrating what the Lord is doing. 
And gratitude is a form of celebrating. And so Psalm 118, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Let Israel say his faithful love endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say his faithful love endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say his faithful love endures forever. I called to the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and put me in a spacious place. The Lord is for me. I will not be afraid. What can a mere mortal do to me? The Lord is my helper. Therefore, I will look and triumph on those who hate me. So those are just the first seven verses, but I just wanted to read that as a reminder that when we are practicing gratitude, we are celebrating what the Lord has done. And that's why these I've paired these two together of celebrating and gratitude, because gratitude leads to celebration. Sometimes we don't feel like we have an attitude of gratitude, but celebrating anyways will help build that attitude of gratitude. And so bringing these two together, they, go, they both go hand in hand. And all the other spiritual disciplines can help lead to our gratitude and who the Lord is because we are practicing all the others and they are satisfying us in ways we'd never know without because they're all focused on the Lord and knowing him and spending time with him. This is a byproduct discipline, so to speak. We practice this one more and more and are able to keep our joy and focus rightly when we are practicing the other one. So when we're practicing all the other spiritual disciplines, it helps us then have this gratitude and celebrate what the Lord is doing. But also, again, having this gratitude and celebrate what the Lord is doing is going to help us practice the other spiritual disciplines and persevere when things are hard. It all goes together, friends. It all goes together. And so what is this skill in our health and our fitness? This is one of my favorite skills in health and fitness, and that is celebrating wins and the small things. This is my own skill I have created for my clients because I truly believe celebrating the small things is a lost art in our culture today. Everything has to be either go big or go home. The simplicity of things and the consistency in things that feel mundane can be really hard and it doesn't and it just feels like we're doing things to do them. But those small things and the consistency in the mundane isn't small to the Lord. We are being faithful with little. And he says that in scripture. He talks about it in Luke. I think it's either chapter 17 or 18 or uh, maybe 14 or 15, but somewhere between those chapters, he talks about being faithful in the little and then being able to be faithful in the much. And when we are unrighteous in the little, we will be unrighteous in much. And so it's in those little things that the Lord is working and moving. Just like in the Old Testament, in Nehemiah, they had to rebuild Jerusalem stone by stone. It was tiring. It was relentless work. But they did it day after day after day. And the more they sought joy in the middle of it, the faster they were able to move through it. At some point in time, Nehemiah says, you know, there's opposition. There are many times there was opposition. That opposition drove them to keep going because they knew what they were doing was what the Lord called them to do. And even though it was stone by stone, tedious work, painstakingly backbreaking work, they continued to do it because Nehemiah says to the opposition, you have no place here. We are doing what we are doing for the Lord. That is a paraphrase of that. But he is telling the opposition, you have no place here. And what if we told 
culture that about our bodies and about how we do health and fitness and what our health and fitness journey looks like. If we told culture, you have no place in this, this is individual, I am doing the way God called me to do. Yes, there are these habits I could be building and these these health habits we've been talking about in these series and the workouts I can be doing, but it all comes down to the heart and seeking joy in the little things. No matter what we do, we are enough in Christ. We aren't enough in a different set of circumstances. We are enough in him through our current circumstances, which will ebb and flow and change with the times and the seasons of our lives. So being able to celebrate the different small things in the different seasons of our lives is going to help encourage us, motivate us, bring boldness, bring confidence to what we're bringing to the table day in and day out because we are going to feel confident and walk boldly in the choices that we are making because we're not in this all or nothing mentality. We are choosing to make small, manageable, bite-sized actions and habits a part of our daily lives and we're celebrating those. So here's three ways that we can build this habit of celebrating wins, build this skill of ebbing and flowing and celebrating in the various seasons of life and gratitude, this skill of gratitude, which is also going to help turn exercise and healthy eating into a get to, not a have to. Celebrating and having gratitude for what, for the body that the Lord has given us, even if it's not where we want it to be in every season, being content in that and satisfied and knowing we're pursuing our body and our health goals through the lens of our identity and who Christ is and scripture and the gospel, that's going to help bring that gratitude and turn our exercise and our health and fitness into a get-to instead of a have-to. Here are three actions we can do to help build the skill of celebrating and gratitude in our health and our fitness. First, turn goals into small bite-sized pieces. Two actions we can do from this. First action, write out your goals, then break them down into various ways you can achieve that goal. Again, this is something I do in my clarity and strategy call. We break down these goals. We write these these skills out that we need. We write the actions and the habits. The second way that you can turn goals into small bite-sized pieces is realize you can't do all of them at once. You choose, you then choose. So now that you've broken those goals down into skills and manageable bite-sized pieces, you choose one to two actions from that goal to practice until you are doing it 80% of the time. That helps you stay consistent in the small things. We're not doing them all at once. We're taking a couple of those practices that are leading to whatever our goal is, and we're practicing those until we're doing them 80% of the time, and we feel comfortable doing them. The second habit we want to get into is reflecting weekly and writing down wins or journaling. This goes back to journaling too. And one way we can do this is I actually, my clients have a really hard time doing this. They look back and they see all the bad and they let that cloud the good. This goes back, like I said, to journaling. If we are writing in our journals each day or weekly, with the Lord, that will naturally progress into being able to name the small things and to write down our wins. So instead of reflecting back on your week, and this also goes back to the skill of journaling and that growth mindset and reflecting, instead of reflecting back on quote unquote, all the bad it feels like happened that week, reframing that mindset, reframing that obstacle, seeing it as a learning opportunity 
and seeing the small wins that we still had throughout the week, despite what we felt in the moment. So that's the second habit, reflecting weekly and writing down wins. Third habit is tracking progress through a variety of means with our health and our fitness. Consistently tracking your progress, either through your dials, like I've talked about, how your body feels, whether you're less stressed, evaluating your deep health markers. There's a variety of ways outside of the scale or measuring or clothing sizes. Now, those are all ways that you can also track progress, but you can also track progress in all of these other ways too, like through your dials, how your body's feeling, like I've said, less stress. Track your progress through a variety of different means. And maybe tracking progress, like if you're using your dials, your visual dials, maybe that your progress means you're moving from a three. You've noticed over the last couple of weeks, you've moved from a three on your dial up to a five on your dial. That's huge. Or even just a four, a three to a four. You know, that is big. Or you can even just the win, the tracking is you were able to use those dials and ebb and flow day in and day out with your crazy season. And you're like, okay, one day I moved down, one day I did, I went up, one day I moved down, one day I went up. But seeing tracking progress is also going to allow us to reflect and see the little wins that we do have in our health and our fitness journey. So with that, that is the end of our Holy Health Habit series. Today we talked about journaling, spiritual discipline of journaling, and also the spiritual discipline of celebrating and gratitude, how they all work hand in hand. But these skills you are building in your spiritual disciplines can be the foundation and the platform that you use for your health and your fitness journey. And you can be working on them simultaneously together. It isn't, doesn't have to be a one only, like one side only, only working on these spiritual disciplines and trying to nail them. You know, before you begin working on your health and fitness, often when we're utilizing the same skill in different areas, it's going to help us continue to build that skill and and build confidence in doing those things in in both areas. Like if it's going back to the skill, the spiritual discipline of reading our Bible and that skill of planning and prioritizing and preparing, we're doing that by setting aside time to read our Bible. And as we're doing that, maybe we're also doing that by setting aside time to work out each week, whether that's one, two, three, four, five days a week, you know, whatever that looks like, we're doing that simultaneously, practicing that skill of planning and preparing, not doing too much at once, but one thing at a time, one action at a time, one to two actions, working on that 80% of the time, and then moving on to the next one. And so that's how we're building these habits, building these skills, which then help us build our overall goal of whatever it is that you you feel like your goals are in your health, your fitness, your identity in Christ, all of those things. That's how these work hand in hand to be able to give us and teach us how to have a healthy and whole lifestyle, lifelong, spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, relationally, all of these areas. They all weave together. And that is what wholeness in Christ looks like is seeing and working on all of these different areas to the best of our ability in those small manageable bite-sized pieces. So I hope you have enjoyed this series. I have loved bringing it to you. This is part of my heart and soul and what I work with on my clients. And so I hope it has been been beneficial for you. I would love for you to reach out to me. You can find me at SD Fitwell and I will chat with y'all next time, Fit Fam. 
Hey, Fit Fam, it's a blessing to be in this journey with you. The best thing you can do after listening to this podcast is to leave a written review so that other mamas can see the value in their health and fitness journey through the lens of the gospel. Be sure to tap subscribe so you get notified when a new episode airs. I am the most personal, personal trainer out there. My clients, app subscribers, and podcast listeners really do become my good friends. So if we haven't already, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at SDFitWell. Shoot me a DM and let's start a conversation. I truly want to see the Lord work in your wellness journey and be in it with you. I'm so grateful you've listened. Let's get comfortable being uncomfortable, and I can't wait to chat with you in the next episode.